Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, hey, what's going on, y'all? Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. How my mic, T? How my mic? Do it sound nice? Uh, give me one more mic check. One more mic check. Mic check one two one two. <laughs> Absolutely. I am Leisha, you know my right hand and my left hand. The fabulous Miss Tony. We got y'all here this Friday night talking that talk about that sexy pin work. Mm-hmm. We got three yes. fabulous guests today. Mm-hmm. We actually have um, author Sean St. Clair. Right. Author Kai Thorne. No, she canceled. No, we met her at the Harlem Book Fair. Yeah, but she canceled. So um, in her place, um, we have Karma Monet. Oh, okay. Mhm. And then we have Kai Storm. 
Okay, gotcha. It's going to be a great show tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. We met Sean St. Clair at uh, AANBC Awards. And then mm-hmm. Kai Storm actually was just listening to our show the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She always shows support. She shows our silent support. You know, sometimes you get that support and you don't even know you're being supported. So we love her for always supporting exactly. our show. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You never know who's watching. That is the truest statement ever. You just never know who is watching and mm-hmm. listening. Exactly. You, you know, all of our listeners, we so appreciate you guys. Yes, and especially those that nominated us um, for uh-huh. the uh, Literary Jewel Award. We appreciate you guys for that. Um, and she's mm-hmm. out to give. Give always supports us. Every show, well, she tries to be on every show. Um, mm-hmm. You there, me? Sorry, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm here. I got I got a new mic, so I got a wireless mm-hmm. headphone, and I can mm-hmm. um, I can actually use them as like to answer my phone and stuff. So somebody was calling in. Okay. Yes, but Gibbs does. She supports every show she can, and uh, I think she's going up, up, going to a uh, preseason Giants game. So you go, Gibbs. You got to bring to the scoreboard next Tuesday all your experiences, and it must be great going to a football game in the summertime, not having to be getting all frostbitten. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's part of football. That's league. right. Are you ready for some football? It's time. Woo-hoo. I'm really Woo-hoo. upset with my Niners. I'm really, really upset with my Niners. Uh, they're, they're, their general office, their main office, whoever's in the office. I feel some mm-hmm. kind of way about those type of people. Um, but big Lisa, congratulations. You know, Lisa, but you, that, that's why you got to be a Giants fan, girl. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Even though we we have a quarterback that has been playing steady for like 10, 12, 100 years. You can't mess with our quarterback. (laughs) She said 100. Wait, she said 10, 12, then 100. (laughs) She just went straight to it. Shoot, we got 10, 12, 100 years. We, we got, we got, well, that's what we do. We got that longevity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Shout out to all the football fans. It's almost time, guys. It's almost time. It's almost time. <laughs> Shout out to Team USA doing a thing over there in Rio. They are yes. they turning up. What Mike Phelps, he, he he came out there and he's like, look, I came here to handle some business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he looks like it, right? He he has his game face yes. on. He ain't messing with he nobody. He's straight business, right? He's straight business. He's like, I, I came here to get gold. And mm-hmm. I might come back in 2020. I don't know. <laughs> Right, but after he, after, after he lost, he was, yeah. After he lost, he felt some kind of way. I think this is him. Like, do you think he was kind of proving something? Like, don't get it twisted just because I came in second. Like, look, mm-hmm. I'm gonna show y'all how it's done. 
Mm-hmm. And now you don't don't forget he had just raced before and got that go. Absolutely, absolutely. So shout out that shout out to Team USA doing their thing over there in Rio. They really are turning up all of them. Um, they had what is her name Simone? She was running today. Oh, um, yeah. What, what is her name? Simone. Hold on. I want to get or Mendez, it begins with an M. Morales. It does Mendes. begin with an M. Manuel. Manuel, oh. I think. Manuel, that's right. That's right. Yes. Simone Manuel. She's the first African American um, yes. female to place. Like, she just, she and she was shocked. She wasn't running, mm-hmm. she was swimming. Um, and she was shocked and excited at the same time. <laughs> And broke the record, Leash. Can you? She was, she was doing her thing. I was she, so happy. I now she did type for first, right? She did no, type for first, but she, she didn't tie. She actually won the whole thing out. She, she broke the. Uh, I think it was the Olympic record, the time wise. If I'm not mistaken, she broke the Olympic record. I thought she tied for with she. She did um, tie for first for Canada. I think yeah, they Canada hit the wall at the same time. Right, but they well, both. Well, whoever the other um, person now, we don't make it matter. Look, <laughs> we team USA. We American citizens. We team right, right. We don't know nothing about whoever that other person was. Yeah, they tapped at the same time. <laughs> so we're so oh, proud goodness. of us. So proud. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to have a fabulous show today. We're going to take a brief break, and then we'll be back. Okie dokie. I think we're going to bump that Aaron Bebo. Make sure y'all head over to Queen City Bullies. Grab that Aaron Bebo Bolivia. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whip when it's strong Roll up one whip and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, once more she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whip when it's strong Roll up one whip and I'm gone Shorty like my body, set my name first Gonna make up, go in the same purse We out here on the grind she got the same thirst, I got her mind, body, and soul, three-round burst. My soldier in heels, the breast behind the ski mask, Netflix and chill. As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel. You know a nigga see that, she want my attention, and she know it's time to be back. I'm always down the block, put on Mary J. Blige. Hump like handles till she see a mirage. When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thighs. I could tell that she mind by the look in her eyes. If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life. So when it's time to throw down, we don't ever think twice, taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife, so all them shots be misses, bitch, get you a life, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, once more she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whip when it's strong, roll up one whip and I'm gone, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, once more she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whip when it's strong, roll up one whip and I'm gone, yeah, how you doing love, what's your name? 
never concerned. You so divine. Let me look at you from behind. Yeah, your body banging. Coke bottle, some type of model. Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow. Got my attention. You got my head spinning. The kind of feeling that got you tripping so revealing. Mind state of a hustler, your style so appealing. I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia if you willing. The boy taking Szechuan State and take a break from the day to day. We can get away on a holiday. Vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting. Chopping it up back to back, blunts in motion. Hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer. Baby, tell me how that sound. I want the finer things in life. A1 weed, papers, and pipes. And we can get it right. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Yes, he is more than just the author. Mm-hmm. And more than just a director with a pen. That's right. Make sure y'all go over to Queen City Bullies and grab your copy today. I love that song, too. Me, too. It has a nice little beat to it. And you can get more than just movie uh you can get more than just music on Queen City Village. You can actually pick up some hot, hot reads. Yeah, they, I love that there's buy one, get one. Is it half off or free? But either way, that, that's a great deal. And now they're coming out with movies. They got the Bully TV. They got the kids shows. They got the adult shows. I don't know. Have you checked out the adult section, Lise? You know, that adult section. I did. You know, the one, um, the one person, the one lady they have on there when we were doing um, the Pussy Chat on Real Mm -hmm. Raw Radio, uh, her, her, um, her videos are actually on YouTube. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that the one that they yep. showed maybe like two weeks ago? And she had a guy um, with her? I can't yeah, remember her name. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Her shows are on, uh, her videos are on YouTube. Because, uh, you know, whenever we do a show, especially something like the Pussy Chat or um, something like that, you, we we really have to research. We got to, well, you look for a topic, you know, you look uh-huh. for a topic, you say squirting, you gotta you gotta search everything you can find about squirting so that you know what you know when you know it and you can give information and receive information at the at the same time. It's all about give and take. <laughs> you trying to pull me? You trying to pull me in It's all about the give and take. Ain't nothing wrong with receiving. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> oh, research, oh, research, see. research. That's what gets you those five-star right. reviews. <laughs> That's right. Research, research, and more research. You know how I am. 
if you, especially if you write in a book and you got them sex scenes in your book, you know, our topic today is that sexy pen work. So if you got that, mm-hmm. that pen work in them, uh, whether it's erotic or street lit and you want to put a nice little sex scene in it, if it's nasty, let it be nasty. If not, send their ass to Starbucks. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just a waste of ink and a waste of paper and a waste of reading time. So. <laughs> And this but is you know, the thing. Speaking of that, mm-hmm. go ahead, see. Now, speaking oh, I was of that, say, you know, this is the thing. <laughs> go ahead, see. <laughs> you know, I have met, actually met author Sean Sinclair at one of Keisha Green's, who is now Mrs. Keisha Frazier. Frazier. At yes. one of her, you know, Let's Chat Lives. And he has a, a little pen there that doesn't usually get that type of airplay, so I'm interested in his, I want to say, gangsta erotica. So it's going to be interesting hearing his point of view because, you know, you and I always say that the women make the make the better authors of those types of scenes. So we're going to have to see what Mrs. Sinclair has to say about that. You know, I was thinking the same thing because uh, when I was thinking about him coming on the show, and I was like, you know, me and Tony, we 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 gonna have to sit down with him and and chat that a little bit because mm-hmm. I think it's true. I'm gonna have to investigate that pen a little bit because I think that females write the better sex scenes. I think Absolutely. they pull you in better. They so we we gonna have to see. Uh huh. Uh huh. And you know, so just think of what we know about Sinclair. I know he's going to be up for the challenge, girl. You know he is. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All day long. We wait for Miss Kia. The Miss, I keep going to call her Kia. Kai Storm to come up in the chat room. Okay. While we're waiting on her, I think we're going to do, we haven't done a clip this uh, this season yet. I think we're going to do a clip. Um, shout out to T Styles. I think we're gonna do why authors don't sleep. Yes, shout out to T Styles for allowing us to use um her video, well her audio. Um, it's actually something that she has on her website. Make sure y'all check her out on YouTube too. Okay. I can't believe this bitch gonna sleep all day. That last scene was whack, but if you want to stay in bed, you know, that's on you. Me and my man got a question. Now, can you really put your legs behind your head, or is that being a bit presumptuous? On page 22, you said that the print could be seen through the jeans. Now, I'm not sure if that's possible. Can you take a look? Fuck it then, the shit's on you. On behalf of all of your thoughts, we would like to enter a formal complaint. On pages 9, 22, and 33, we don't believe that Jamal is Zoe's type. How did you form this conclusion? In addition, we would like to see Shantae's breast size a little bit bigger. No offense to none of the other ladies. 
That's her new mm-hmm. album. She has her new singles out. We're going to play a little Kimber Nicole. I think we're going to do that. Um, okay. Because she had her new video. Her video dropped. Um, oh, day before yesterday. Hey. Yes. Yeah, so we got some Kimber Nicole. I'm done featuring G.I. Why you keep calling my phone? Cause you won't get an answer. I wish you would leave me alone. Cause I swear I'm just past you. You can spend your time with the mother girls. I ain't worried about it.
Yes, yes, we are back. We are back. That is Kimber Nicole. Make sure you check her out on iTunes. That is I'm Done featuring G.I. This is Last Chat. I'm Miss Leisha. I'm here with my right hand and sometimes my left. My fabulous Miss Tony. We're talking that talk today about that pin work. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's going to be interesting. We have female and male authors, so that's going to be, yes. let's say, the battle of the pen. We're going to see who's going to come out. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am, because, you know, I don't know what it is. Males, I think what it is about male authors, and I don't want no inboxes, um, what I'm about to say, but... um. Yeah, no, um, when they write those sex scenes, some of them are either, like, blah, or they use those big old words, like, they trying to make love to your brain, like, dude, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> I mean, like, and they really think it's ritual, like, they they using the words, they thinking they putting them in, it's like, dude, that is not, that's not it. Sometimes you can mm-hmm. say the simplest thing and be so sexy and sensual with it. That's all you got to do. You get in our mind. You got us You got us for the whole book. But when you that other stuff or then you have those um, where they kind of um, insinuate what happened. And like mm-hmm. They put a little bit on there. And that's my thing. If it's going to be nasty, let it be nasty. If not, send their ass to Starbucks for some coffee and conversation. Don't be trying to put your foot all <laughs> off in the waters, you know, and get the wetness, and get your feet wet, and you don't know what to say. Ain't nobody got time mm-hmm. for that. Exactly. <laughs> nobody has time. Either make it do you what it do or just leave it alone. <laughs> right, you got to have that strong <laughs> pin game when it comes to writing these sex scenes. And Mr. St. Clair, can't wait till we have him up in here in a little while because he is an erotic author. He got that gangster erotica, so I want to see what his work do. Mm, not just erotica, that gangster erotica. So, you know, he, he done created a whole new genre. You know, he's he making those pioneer moves. So we're going to see if he right. can back it up. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'm actually, um, I'm in the hotel, and the internet here is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to... I'm trying to see some of the lines. I'm trying to see some lines. Because I have the book, but it's at home. So I'm on Amazon mm-hmm. trying to see about getting some lines in this skin deep. But you know, Lee, he actually posted something on his page today, and I read it. Mm-hmm. And I must say, it was pretty interesting. And he left us with a little cliffhanger, I want to say. So he's going to have to climb up the cliff. And get to unhanging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need you to climb up and handle your business and, and settle that. Get that going. <laughs> we need that. We yeah, don't need so, that taken care of, Mr. St. Clair. <laughs> yeah, so check out his page. He did leave us a little something, something on his page that we're going to be talking about in the chat room mm. when he gets on the air. All right, so y'all make sure y'all have, if y'all are 
tuning in and you're on Facebook or you're tuning in. And shout out to our iTunes listeners. You know, you can not just get us through Blog Talk or Facebook. You can actually just catch us on iTunes as a podcast. So thank, shout out to all of our iTunes listeners. Um, make sure you guys go on to his page, author Sean St. Clair. Uh-huh. We're giving out the information because we're about to send some folks over there to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yes. So check him out. And then we're going to talk about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. This Internet is really getting on my nerves, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. We're waiting on Carmen Monet to roll in here. Okay. But for all our listeners that Why are we waiting on her? Our chat, on this chat, you know, Leisha and I, we're here live every Thursday and Friday, and we try to bring you guys everything that we can possibly think that relates to our community. You know, we like to celebrate literature and arts the royal way, no matter what the genre may be. And we try to create an intimate setting, so, you know, you kind of get to know the authors and the artists up close and personal and hear their passion through the, through the lines because that's how you get to know someone. Instead of just buying their books, get to know them. Push your one. And if you'd like to talk to anybody we have on the show tonight, just push your one, and we'll bring you into the chat room. But if you're listening on the Internet, you're going to have to call into the show because you can't press your one on the, on the, on the computer. So our phone line into the chat room is 347-205-9387. And just press your one. If you'd like to weigh on, on anything Leisha and I are talking about, like climbing up the cliff and getting unhung, you know, just press your one and chime in. <laughs> we love talking to our listeners. <laughs> We hope you guys enjoy the show we have lined up tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. And actually, you can chat with us. Uh, you'll have to log into Blog Talk Radio. Um, and that's just blogtalkradio.com. And under less chat, and then you'll be able to chat with us through the blog site. Okay. And she should be rolling in here shortly. Mm-hmm. We got the fabulous Karma Monet kicking it with us today. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Hello. We are good. Thanks for joining us. I'm sorry I'm late if I'm late. I was a little tied up, but I'm, I appreciate you guys letting me be on the show today. Not a problem at all. For all of those that don't know, author is Karma Monet. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your work. Um, I am an up-and-coming author, um, urban fiction slash romance um, author. I'm the author of Keisha in, in Kashmir, 1 through 3, A Jersey Love Saga, which is a spinoff of Keisha in Kashmir. And also, I just recently did a collaboration with my pen sister, Tina J for A Queen and a Hustler. So um, that's uh-huh. pretty much what I do. I'm writing these books, these love stories that we love to read, and I love it. Uh-huh. Absolutely, absolutely. I know. What made you what made you get into wanting to be an author? Um, what was going on at the time that you that you said, I, you know what, I'm thinking I'm about to make this happen? Um, well, I've been writing short stories since I was probably thirteen. Like, um ever since I read my first book, I read True to the Game by Terry Woods. I was like very young when I read it. And I had no business reading it. But when I read it, it like I, I just knew I wanted to be right. So I started writing short stories 
And um, I stopped for a couple of years. You know, as I got older, I was, you know, running around. So I stopped. And then um, maybe in around 2014, 2015, I started back writing again. And I, I guess I would just say that I started to write because I missed it, you know. When it, when something's mm-hmm. a hobby, like a hobby, but you also are passionate about it, you start to miss it, you know. And I started to miss it, and I started to take it serious. I started to be more militant, and I started writing, and I gave a submission in, and they, they loved it. So from there, it's just pretty much been going up, you know. Mm-hmm. That's quite a journey. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Now tell us how you got hooked up with your publisher. Um, Shan. Um, mm-hmm. well, I'm a huge fan of her work. I don't know if you guys um, ever read any of her books, but I loved her series, Rosalind. So I've always, I'm always, I was a part of all her like reading groups, her um, you know, all all types of reading stuff. I was a part of it. So I was in touch with her through the Facebook thing, and I would always be in her inbox about her books, her upcoming books, her how much I like them. And then when I started writing my book, I knew that I just wanted to be on this I knew that would be that's the team I wanted to be on because you know I respected her so much so I um I submitted it to her and she like literally inboxed me back the next day and was like I love it I want the whole book I want to give you a contract like so it was really like a blessing in disguise because I would have never thought that she would have loved it you know wow that's awesome that's awesome this is Tony um thank you for sharing that with us but um what made you get into the romance? Did you did you like romance books as you were growing up? <laughs> I am one of those people that love love stories. I love love stories. <laughs> like I'm a sucker for love. If it's a if it's a movie, even if it's a movie, like you know, a movie like the Titanic. I love Titanic. Like I'll be like, I know that's a little you know, old show, but mm-hmm. a movie or whatever, but I love it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm a sucker for love, so. Especially, I don't have no love going on in my life right now, so, you know. <laughs> so, I think it's more so just about, you know, fantasizing, like, what you kind of want. Um, You know, my dream guy, a lot of my characters, I mean, some of them do stem off from people that I do know or situations. I'm, I just kind of embellish it. But, you know, a lot of times, these men that we write about, is really just our imagination, who we kind of want our our perfect guy you know mm-hmm. it's funny absolutely, you, say that absolutely. Because, you know we were we were talking about that uh, on our show the night before last is that your best stories are about things that you are not involved in at the moment like say your love stories or or, or um, erotica stories or gangster you know that passion comes from what you perceive it to be, and you just, you know, chimed in on it as well. So I appreciate you sharing that. (laughs) No, it's it's very much true because let me tell you something. Like, like when I'm celibate, my -hmm. sex scenes are so good. Somebody inboxed me today like, girl, I just want to tell you that you spiced up my marriage (laughs) reading your book. And I started cracking up. I'm like, (laughs) and I was like, I'm glad somebody's getting some girl going. Like, you know, Well, you need to share that book with our listeners. Give them the title of that book so you can go spice up some some, some other people's lives. Yes, it's called Keisha and Cashmere, Jersey Hood Love Story. It's by me, Karma Bode. <laughs> Absolutely. But now I will say, now I will say, that is true. Sometimes, though, it is not true, and y'all know it. I mean, don't get me wrong now. Don't get me wrong. Our topic today is that 
sexy pimp. So, you know, if you are under 18, please do not listen to this show. But I'm just saying, <laughs> sex is best when it's in your head. It's, it's the best mm-hmm. thing in your head. However, I have read some awkward-ass sex scenes. And I will say, sit <laughs> you know what? Starbucks with some damn coffee because I don't know what they got going on, but that ain't it. They need to go to Let me tell you, um, yes, like there is books that, you know, I, I'm an avid reader as well. So, you know, I've read books, but I'm just sitting there with my mouth open like, wait, what? you know, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like what happened? But then you have good books where it's like, oh, my Lord, like, you know, with this lucky ass girl, like you, I'm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a big exactly. fan of Takira Allen. I love Takira Allen's books. Um, and I'm still searching high and low for Denny. Like, I, I don't know where he's at, but, like, I'm still looking for that man, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, 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 rock, we rock with the enforcer over here. We love that pussy trap by Nene Capri. Ain't nothing like yes. k son. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I have not no read it, but watering. you know what? I am about to, I've never read it. What's it called? The Pussy Trap? You ain't read it? Yeah. No. no. I know we you have chapters all around the world. I need you to world. get your life. Yes, I need you to get your whole life. You will get your whole entire life, okay? When you get to chair, just make sure you hit our inboxes and be like, y'all know what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, now I have so a good reason for tonight. To- yeah, I put the kids to bed early. I'm telling you that. <laughs> right, have my little glass of wine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so y'all have your little book base too, then, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wine, you need some ice water. Yep, yeah. ice and water. Uh-huh, you're going to need all that. Yep, might need even, you might need a towel. This all depends. You know what? <laughs> I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm definitely going to check it out. I've been looking for new reads. Yeah, I'm just saying. One, two, three, and four. Yeah. You might need some batteries. You know, I'm just saying. Okay. But those hey, are the best books. Like, you I feel like a book, books need to have, you know, you want the drama. You want the, the steamy sex scenes. You know, you want uh-huh. you want a little bit of everything. You know, like, it, I mean, it depends on what you're writing about. But, like, the books that I like to read, I like to read, you know, urban fiction, hood love stories. So, you know, I uh-huh. like a little bit of everything. I like spicy sex scenes. I like to have, see the, I like a couple of little ratchet people in there, too, and whatnot, you know. But. Well, that's right <laughs> up your alley. You're going to love the pussy trap, man. You're yeah. going to love it. And you wonder what has been in your life. Yes. You see? See? Yes. What's a book without a few ratchet people in it, you know? <laughs> you know? You gotta have some people that you hate. <laughs> you gotta have some people, and you gotta have some people that you love to be, and you just gotta have places you just love. You just like, I just need to be there. That just needs to be me there. That's the best part, I think, about us. Uh, and I think that's why that's the best part about what we do because uh, readers get to feel your pen when you mm-hmm. write so it comes out through the words but when we interview you when you go on other shows to be interviewed whether you're here Keisha Frazier's show they get to not only feel your passion but they hear your passion and they get to just kind of feel you and why you do what you do right 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 
it, it's it's like I was just saying on somebody the other day. It's really a blessing in disguise to be able to write these books because just being a woman, you know, I'm a woman, and of course I've had my heart broken. You know, um, I've had bad relationships, and you know, I've, I've had good relationships, but I've also had a lot of you know um, baggage. And you know, when you have a breakup and you're not really able to get the closure that you need out of that breakup, you kind of bring it around with you. You carry it around with you. So mm-hmm. writing these books, it's it's able to it's a therapeutic experience for me. You know, I'm able to live through my characters and say things that I wasn't able to say. So I definitely think that it's it's a healing process as well. And you're able to kill off absolutely, people that you can't kill off in real life. <laughs> okay, I tell people all the time, like you do not mess with me. I'm an author. I will put you in a book, change your name, and kill you. Stop. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> That tell us tell us a little bit about um what we, what we can expect out of your story. Um Karma um, Monet. I would say you're going to expect it's it's you know, of course it's fiction, you know, but you're gonna it's not a unrealistic fictional story, you know. Sometimes you read these books and it's like, Yeah, I've been chilling on the block all day, I made a million dollars, like if you make it a million dollars while you on the block, you know, so it's not like mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you guys read those type of books. I know y'all be saying mm-hmm. that. Like <laughs> yeah. You be like, You're a millionaire but you live with your mama, what's not what's I made right? Like, yeah, so it's not one of those type right. of books. <laughs> it's not one of those type of books. It's um, it's realistic, you know. It's it's raw. It's real. It's honest. It's deep. It, you know, you you get a, a little mixture of everything. You know, we kind of I even touch base on God a little bit. You know, one of one of my um books in the series. You know, you kind of have because see, I feel like as authors, we very rarely when when you know something happens in a book, do they talk about God or do they talk about going to a church or? But that's what we do. You know, when something mm-hmm. happens, what do you do? You know, you you fall on your knees, you pray. You know, you you ask God for help, whatever. But we don't write about that. So, um, one of the books I also touch based on God. You know, because just because you a hood dude don't mean that you don't love God. Hood niggas need God too. Like you know, so I mm-hmm. also had a little book about that. Um, so you're gonna get a, a mixture of different things, but mainly I feel like when you're gonna get fulfilled when you read it. Like that's without a doubt, mm-hmm. you're gonna get fulfilled, whatever it is that you're looking to read. Absolutely. But I. I, I because, you know, they got some uh, fiction books and some Christian fiction authors, and they they bring the real out. They ain't just falling on their hands praying to Jesus at church. I'm just saying, they ain't thinking okay. See, you know, I, I've oh, never read baby. any fiction. <laughs> I've never read Christian fiction. I was just, just talking about this. <laughs> I was just talking. I, I think I've read, I've seen one of the books on Amazon. It's called The Preacher Got a Side Shake, something like that. Oh. I thought, oh, let me read this. Let me read about this preacher. What's going on up in that church? Okay. <laughs> That's that art imitating life. <laughs> I heard it was good, though, so I wanted to read it. But I haven't read um, Christian fiction. Uh-huh. Hmm. That's interesting. We had, um, is that Victoria Christopher Murray's? Um, yeah. Haley, her and call Chris, her. Uh, and Kate, Kate Billingsley, yeah. Her books are I don't um they label them Christian fiction because they talk about God and stuff, but when you wanna be more like realistic, um mm-hmm. they do give you like the real even Teresa Howe, she has a book called That Church Life and it's a suspenseful um Christian fiction book. But I think what it is is a lot of times people are they wanna 
they don't get the real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People go to church because they want to. They need to be healed. You know, right, or, right. or they're they're in a situation, or they're trying to better themselves. So right, they're not right. going to be perfect. So when I open up a Christian fiction book, and everybody in the book is is perfect, I got right. a problem with that. Right, because no one's perfect. We were created on this world in this world to sin, you know. So if we were all perfect, there would be, you know, a lot of things wouldn't be in place. So it, it ain't nobody perfect, you know. Like that's why I was telling somebody, you know, um, Karma Monet. Like I am accepted submissions. I have now have my own publication, and um, I was asked the other day when you look for authors, what do you look for? And I was like, well, I just look for potential. You know, if you have the potential to be great, I want you. I don't expect you to be flawless. I don't expect you to be perfect because I'm not flawless and I'm not perfect you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so you know I think that we all have room to grow which is why I did kind of want to read Christian fiction but I was asking somebody do they have sex up in there that's how we got here Christians had sex that's how we got here Christians had to have some sex to have some Christian babies that's how the you Christian know babies what? <laughs> They yeah, have to be doing something. <laughs> they, I mean, they have to be doing that. something. You know, yeah, I haven't read any of it though. I wanted to read it, but mm-hmm. someone told me that they do that they do have sex, but they just they don't really. Um, I guess they don't really, you know, touch they base. Have a, I don't know. That's what they if say. If you look at like like Sam <laughs> Washington, if uh-huh. you look at her book, she does like the preacher's wife and um the preacher's wifey and stuff like those books she likes she has pinned that christian erotica because her whole thing is christians do have sex but she what she does is more of a sensual you know what i'm saying where it's really sensual the sex scene is so sensual so that you don't even really notice that she skipped exactly you don't even notice that she kind of skipped over giving you the descriptive you know, okay. she just had to get your mind where she needed it to be for you to right, be like, right, y'all right, know right. what? They was doing some things in the church. <laughs> you know, you know, she needs to get your mind in. Y'all know, if you get the mind, everything else will follow. That's right. If you get somebody's mind, everything else is going to follow. All you got to do is get their mind That right. is you so much true. Right. Let me tell it. y'all. Y'all want to hear something funny? Like, my, um, <laughs> don't laugh at me, but my son's father, um, like, before we actually got together, like, we met on the phone. Like, one of my friends had given me his number, and, um, you know, we were talking on the phone for a little while. And, like, I really, really fell in love with that man before I even met him. Like, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. even meet him. So by the time we met and we actually, you know, and time went on and we ended up getting physical, I was already so intrigued and infatuated by him because, mm-hmm. you know, he had mentally, you know, he sexed me mentally already. Like, so you're right. If you can right. mentally, Hello. everything else will follow. It don't even matter. Like, you could be so ugly. But if you could stimulate my mind, yeah, I want you to have a little bit of my time. There you go. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. I'm just saying. But the worst part, I will say, there's a downside to that. Because as much as that you can stimulate somebody's mind, you could be in the mind like, oh, my God, it's about to go down. They ready. And then when you get it, you be like, that's And then they disappoint you. They disappoint you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you, I feel like that that is my story. That is my story. Okay? (laughs) 
gonna go. This is gonna go totally different. I don't you know what? I hate when they I hate when they gas you up though. I hate when they gas you up like yeah, <laughs> I got you. You go, you know they you be ready. You be I I'll get my sitters yes. in place. I'm like yeah, you know I'm, I'm gonna see y'all tomorrow. I'm like, <laughs> And then I'm like, and then I'm just sitting there looking, and then this guy's sleeping, you know, and I'm just looking at him like, but what happened? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, y'all. That is so true. Talk about stuff, how strong Leon is. Where is Leon at? I need to talk to Leon because I need a refund. This is false advertisement. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. That is the word. What happened? Look, what happened? What happened? Be mad as hell. You, you wasted a good that? babysitter for no reason. Like, uh-uh. I could have had me a V8. Look, I could have had me a V8. That have been all right. <laughs> no, but that is so true. I wonder if that happens to guys, too. Mm. I don't know. Well, you know what? We have Officer Sean St. Clair on. I'm going to make sure we ask him that and get a male's point of view to see, does yes. that really happen to guys? Do the woman, does she get your mind just all gassed up, and, and then you get there, you. you're like, what? Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> you tapping out already? I ain't even been here five minutes. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, I, I really want to know this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's some funny stuff right there. <laughs> Uh, but thank you so much for joining us. Just to let our listeners know your social media sites and anything that you may have that's coming up that you'd like to share with them. Um, you can reach me on Facebook. My name is Karma Monet. Author is Karma Monet. On Instagram, my name is Karma Monet. Um, I don't have a Twitter, but it's in the works. And I also have a website now, www.karmamonetpresents.com. That's with my up-and-coming releases of my new authors. Um, currently, I'm working on the part two to my ser- my spinoff series, The Jersey Love Saga. I have another collaboration, the part second part coming up as well. So those are my next couple of things I'm working on. And I appreciate you, ladies. Um, inviting me. It was very nice talking to you guys. You guys are so funny. <laughs> Thank you. We have someone that has a quick question for you. You have a minute for them? Quick question. Okay, so you we have our other author. Can you hear us, please? We got a hand I can hear you. What you say? Yeah. Okay, we, gotta, we got a hand we up. A quick can you take question. a quick question? Yeah, I could. No problem. Okay. 973-517. You're live in the chat room. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Good evening, y'all. Gibbs calling from Jersey. So, the whole time y'all had me cracking up, right? But um, let me just say, the whole, like, the love part, I'm no serious. I swear, since I logged on, y'all was cracking me up. Before the author came to y'all was cracking me up. Um, Like, I'm that type of person. Everybody, they, I don't know, some people swear they know me. They swear I have a certain type, but honest, I really don't. So, I'm like, yo, what's my type? Because I don't even know about it. But anyway, I don't mm-hmm. go for looks, body, none of that. Like, I really go for the heart. So, Mm-hmm. If you could really like stimulate my mind, like it's a wrap. But don't get me wrong, sometimes I do get disappointed because certain stuff turns me off. So right. then that's that's the problem. Like I'm I'm simple. Like dirty people turns me off. So if you mm-hmm. come out the bathroom, don't wash your hands, different stuff. It's like yo, you ew. Like so, this mm-hmm. stuff does turn me off. Ugh, I hate turn. that too. Oh yeah, big <laughs> <Please> turn off. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's a quick. That's a, that is a quick turnoff. But gives what what about just like those that stimulate your mind and then you get there and it's like 
You know what? They did say salt looks like sugar, and this is what I got. Do you ever okay. have that moment? No, yeah, I do. <laughs> I have that moment, too. No, serious. Like, that's why I say I don't want to go into detail, but it's like, it it would be just like, like yo, I really thought you was the one, and then maybe they'd say something stupid or just it, <laughs> it's different stuff. I promise you. Like, mm-hmm. it's no secret I date women. Like, one woman, I feel I was feeling her, but then she was stink. Like, ew, I can't do that. Like, and, and then she really got mad at me because I didn't want to mess I with her. Like, are you right. serious? She was probably pretty, too. She was probably she really was pretty, right. too. She's probably really, I, really I pretty. I promise you. Like, she was, a, she was right. You know what I mean? And I, uh, it just made my stomach hurt because, you know, I, I wow. was really feeling her. And she going to say, what's wrong? If you would have saw my face, I would have been like, no, you, you tell me what's wrong. What's in there? What is in there? Because yeah. you need to get out. <laughs> I know you lied. I was <laughs> mad, though. I'm like, oh, no. Smell it. I know you smell it. <laughs> no, but I'm that's why I'm serious. I'm like I'm I'm that funny with stuff like that. And it's no secret. I, I, I don't hide what I do. Like I'll touch them and smell it and let them see me smell it and it's this thing. Like it's a problem. Like, 'cause I'm I just feel like I'm not putting my face down there for you know, so I do the finger test and she really was like, What what's wrong? <laughs> Yo, y'all. You Go ahead. Good night, y'all. Yeah, I need you in the you, corner. You need to go to the corner and sit for about five, ten, fifteen minutes. Just sit and reflect on yourself. <laughs> reflect for a minute. I'll put you in the corner on the lady. Go to the corner. <laughs> you on a punishment. <laughs> we appreciate you. Like you always come in and shake things up, girl. No problem. Good night, y'all. Good night. It was nice talking to you ladies again. I really appreciate you guys inviting me. I hope we can do it again really soon. Um, and I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you as well. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, my God, that was so awesome. We're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to come back with the man of the hour because we got tons of questions to ask him. Uh, He's been listening, so she, he should have the notes already set up and things. <laughs> so he know that we got some questions and some things that we need him to answer, you know, because we just need to research this thing here um, and see what's going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So we go, we go hit y'all with this blue Marty, this exclusive blue Marley and Yo Gotti, and we will be right back. Sean, thank you. This your boy Yo Gotti. Gotti.
I remember telling Frank, boy, I want a bail. Now I'm shopping with my bitch, all she want is Chanel. Went to sleep, count sheep, I walk up, count money. If it's right for the price, tell him I can run it. Remember, I ain't have a pot to piss in. Started whipping, 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 now look how I'm living. Hey, chili in it, big got all my chains on. Man, I'm about to blow like it's cocaine on. Told that walker flocker got that flame on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
<laughs> you in the high seat tonight, Sean. But before we get into that high seat, just tell let our listeners tell our listeners a little bit about Mr. Sean Sinclair and what he what he brings to the table. First of all, my name is Sean Sinclair. I'm the author of Forbidden Against Erotica Tale, Flame and Lust Against Erotica Tale, and Skin Deep Against Erotica Tale. And I'm also the founder of Gangsta Erotica, which what I like to pretty much call erotic crime fiction. Mm-hmm. Okay, now. I'm also the so founder and owner there. of Skin Pen Publications as well. Well, 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 well. You got mm-hmm. me over here speechless, and now not too many does that to Miss Tony now. <laughs> <laughs> Now tell us, tell us, tell us about this 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 new genre you're creating, gangster erotica. What made you want um, create that lane um, of fiction? Well, first of all, I'm an avid reader, and mm-hmm. some of my favorite books to read, of course, prior to the street fiction coming about in the early 2000s, late 90s. You know, I used to like my erotica stuff, but it wasn't hot. Like, we like it, you know what I mean? I was kind of mm-hmm. relegated to reading the other authors' kind of stuff. But through it all remain, I always liked the crime fiction and I always liked the erotica. So mm-hmm. I figured I would join my favorite two genres together and come up with my own. And in addition to that, I noticed that a lot of people that like the crime fiction or street lit don't really mm-hmm. care as much for the erotica and vice versa. A lot of people who like the erotica don't really care for the for the street street fiction or crime fiction. So what I chose to do was kind of merge those two worlds together because I believe that they can definitely coexist. And last mm. but not least, what I had in mind, I want my goal as a writer is to get more men like me to read. So I figured I knew the men like the crime fiction, and I knew the ladies going to like the erotica. So I figured if I merge the two genres together, then I can create a product that both men and women would like to read. Preferably together. Mm-hmm. So Gangster Erotica was born. Wow. Absolutely. Now, now I want to pick up a pen. I'm sorry, Lace. That's okay, see. Mm-hmm. What can we expect in a book? Tell us a little bit about how you learned and how, how, what can we expect in a Sean Sinclair book when we pick it up? Well, thus far, I've only got my Gangster Erotica series. And what you can expect from that, you can expect sex. I would hope to say great sex scenes. We'll get back to that in a second. But you can definitely expect <laughs> it. <laughs> it's only yeah, bring you, your head. I'm just saying sometimes. But continue. You know, on the real though, right, when I, when I write my sex things, because as a writer, I have a diverse interest. You know, I, I, I can write a lot of different things. So mm-hmm. when I write these sex scenes, particularly the erotica part, I always wonder how hard should I go. You know what I mean? So I, I like what you ladies said earlier tonight when you were like, look, basically go hard or go home, no pun intended. So, Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so when you read a gangster erotica tale, you're going to get it raw. You're going to get reality. You're going to get diversity, number one. You're going to get some hardcore sex scenes. You're going to get some real street life, not just a drug game. You don't see too many drugs inside my gangster erotica tale. You can notice I said mm-hmm. crime fiction primarily, not street fiction. But you're going to definitely right. get some crime. And my goal is to always put some food inside of every book. You know, I don't want to just entertain you with just nonsense. I want you to take something valuable away from the book as well. And that could be from some new sexual positions. 
to some new crimes or more importantly, not what to do when it comes to the crime. Like, don't do that. But I always try to interject some medicine inside the candy. Oh, Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I want to go back a little bit because, yeah. See, so did you hear my word? I said it makes it more palatable. Did you like that word? I like that. That's a great word. That's a gangster radical word. (laughs) Yes, it is. Now, Melvin told me, you got me going to be acting up in the chat room tonight, but I'm I'm trying to keep my calm. I'm trying to be a good girl. (laughs) Palatable. I want to go. I, like I want to go back a little bit, though. I like the way it roll off the tongue. Stop. Okay, too. but it's you said a, a that <laughs> it is really. Now that's, that's this is the thing because we talked about that earlier as well. You know, a lot of male authors, and not even just say yes, male erotic authors. They like to use those big words, but the word is not necessarily sensual or sexy. So when they using it, you typically not make a love to a person's mind because it's like, dude, it don't even roll off the tongue right. So you mm-hmm. you when you can research the words and the, and the different things that you want to put in your book, you have your thesaurus with you. How do you? What is your process with picking sex, sexy and sensual words to put inside of your book? Believe it or not, I don't do any of the thesaurus things, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. I just put myself mm-hmm. inside the moment, and I just go with it. Um, I'm a mm-hmm. very sensual person anyway. So mm-hmm. when I write my sex well, things, I like, I like them to be palatable. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, seriously. You know, for me, for me, there's a fine line between erotica and porn, okay? Um, mm-hmm. The erotica is the lead up to the sex. You know, porn is just mm-hmm. the, the sex itself. Porn is hard. Erotica is soft. So mm-hmm. all of those flowery words, I like to utilize those before you get to the sex scenes. But when we're in the sex mm-hmm. scene, you know, it's raw. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, 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 I like it raw. So when I use my sex scenes, I try not to go, quite frankly, I freestyle them. You know, a lot of things get done mm-hmm. over in the edits, but for the most part, I freestyle them. I put myself in the moment, literally. And um, more more times than not, I'm hard up, if you know what I mean. Oh, excuse me. That's, I mean, no pun intended, but what I mean by hard up, I mean, I mean. Excuse me. Shout out to Miss St. Clair. Yeah, we, 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 we get the point, girl. We get the point, Mr. Girl. We get the point. No, not like that. Wait, wait, wait. We, we got your back, girl. Go ahead. That's right. Make him do that research. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean by this, look, I'm saying, I have, like, I mean, I haven't, my lady may be having the time of the month, you know what I mean? I may not be having sex as as much, so I have a lot of sexual tension built up, so I just pour it onto the page. You know, sometimes, if you read the book, some of it might be hard and soft, some of it might be hard and passionate, some of it might just be, you know, look, take it like, anyway, you know, some of it is hard and some of it is just. Uh, but I like to want to be realistic. Well, Miss Saint, well, Miss Saint Clair, we're gonna need you to lie sometime. Just tell him it's that time, even if it's not. Give give him about three, four days extra, and let's see what we get. <laughs> get build up, right, Lee? <laughs> right, get that build up. We gotta get that. Just tell him three, four extra days. <laughs> hey, look, the flip side though is when she blew my mind. It's so good I have to recount that. So, hey, you might be getting one of my sex scenes inside that book. 
ain't nothing wrong with that. But you know, this is Tony. Like, wait a minute, but Monday, black Tuesday. Okay, wait. Wednesday. Now last month. <laughs> let me count the days, right? Let me let me let me count them days. But do you do any type of research when it comes to writing your your book, whether it be crime, gangster, erotica? What type of positions because you know you throw some positions in there as well what type of research do you do and 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 how intense is your research well for um for skin deep my latest novel i did a lot of research but not necessarily Mm -hmm. for the sex scenes per se um i did a lot of research as far as Ethiopia and the history of Ethiopia and things of that nature. I really like to put reality into my books. I don't like mm-hmm. to read a book. As an avid reader, I hate to read a book when things are not factual. For example, mm-hmm. I'm a huge car guy, right? So I hate to see when someone, like somebody trying to explain a drug dealer, and he's like a $100,000 kind of guy. You know, he's only getting mm-hmm. like one brick or two, but he's driving a half a million dollar car. I hate that. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to give my reader that same thing. So I do the adequate research. As far as the sex scenes, you know, sexy pen work, right? So we're going in. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, I like, I use, use some of my own experiences in the past. Um, I have some things I like to do. And, of course, I watch porn, you know, so mm-hmm. we get it all in. Porn ain't all that all the time. I'm sorry. Mimi and Nico made us aware of that. Porn ain't all that all the time. I'm just saying but all right, porn that's part of your research too. Porn. Yeah, porn is porn. It's hilarious, right? But yeah, porn I don't, is hilarious. I don't... If they, <laughs> 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 they're looking at the camera. It's like, dude, you just stared at the camera for the last five seconds. You didn't think nobody noticed that? <laughs> <laughs> you crazy? Uh, okay. <laughs> She's just saying, people. She's just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> but that's real, though. But I guess it all depends on what you're watching, what type of, you know, there's, there's so much different, different, right, there's so many levels of that. But you want something that's going to be, you want your porn to be realistic as well. You don't want them actually looking at the camera. You want it to go smoothly. You want it to look real. And, and I think you get into it more that way. What do you think about that, Sean? I definitely think so. I can't even watch your traditional porn. It just looks so mm-hmm. fake. It's like, come on, you're not she's not taking it. she's not taking all that. She's not doing this and I, I don't like that. I like the um <laughs> <laughs> like really You wanna like, really uh, like she like, uh like really, uh do put a log in. Like, uh. <laughs> but no, no, no. The dolphin call. It'd be like a dolphin call. It'd be like a shit. But yeah, I like I like sensuality, so the regular porn don't do it for me. Uh-huh. I don't I don't See, like looking at a porn. That's that's when your create creative mind works and you you put okay, I can I can really write this scene and that's where your creativity comes in and you just Things make it that better. Am I on the right track here? Yes, you answered your question right there. Okay, with that being said, who do you think has a sexier pen, a male author or a female author? And and let's keep it real. I'm sure you've met read some female work. Have you come across one that that can kind of rival yours? I'm a t- I like I like Nori. Nori. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? The author knows yes. she's hot. Yes, she I is. I like her. She, she, yeah, she's hot with it. Um, yeah, actually, I just actually got an inbox little sample of her, and I actually had, I don't usually reply, but I said, girl, this is hot. I don't yeah, know Nora, if you're on her hot. email list. Oh, my yeah, I, I, God. Actually, I'm on it. Hot. I'm on it. I like Nora as far as females. I did. I haven't had a chance to read it yet because I'm working on something. I'm in the lab. Okay, well, I'm going to need a sample, too. I love some snacks. I'm going to need some snacks. Yes, she is. I agree with you there. That's about, I mean, let me see. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree. I know I'm a little biased here, but other mm-hmm. than Noray, um, I'm trying to think really hard because I want to be honest. But to me, other than myself, of course, with the shameless plug, um, nobody's touching Eric Jerome Dickey when it comes to the sex scene, besides maybe Noray. And, you know, hmm. but okay. I like, I like his. Well, we're kind of biased on this show here. Have you read a Nene Capri book? I have. She hot. Nene Capri was a pussy trap, right? <laughs> yes, yes, she is. And you yeah, kind Nene of saying it nonch- nonchalantly. Don't let me have to see you having problems with your mind. Ain't not like the enforcer. <laughs> right. Ain't not no, like the enforcer. Though, real, real I'm sorry. She's hot. I, I, she's hot. But for me, like, I would be lying if I said I read all of her books, though. Like Noray, mm-hmm. I read all of her books, and she stay mm-hmm. with that fire. She does. She really does. Mm. Well, I'm gonna have to get me some Noray in my life. I have. But to books. answer your question, mm-hmm. I think um, I think men. Here's the thing. Okay, I think the reason why women say that is because a lot of women are the ones writing the books. See, by average, a lot of women are more sensual than men. Men just trying to get it. The average mm-hmm. dude just trying to get it in and get out. You know what I'm saying? He's not thinking about your emotions. He's not thinking about your feelings. He's thinking about getting him and getting off. So mm-hmm. when he, a lot of brothers, when they write these sex scenes, with the exception of a few, I can't name them if you want me to, but um, with the exception of a few, a man is trying to give you the world from his perspective, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. when, a woman, when a woman writes, she's trying to give you the world from her perspective. So her sex scenes are going to have the explosions behind the eyes and the legs shaking and all that good stuff because that's how women perceive sex in their imagination, if, it's not, if, if not in reality. Mm-hmm. Whereas a man... Yeah, it would be mind-blowing. You know, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas a man, we just like, yo, she got a fat, you know, she got a fat, you know, whatever, so we're going to try to get up in there <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and get it in and get it out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's Literally. what comes across a lot in the books. However... Absolutely. When a man, when a man is in tune with his pen, he's really gifted with it, and he really knows how to express himself. Nah, mm-hmm. I think men got it all day because, and this was this what women have to realize too, right? Especially with the gangster erotica tale. In all of my gangster erotica books, you have a male character and a female point of view, so mm-hmm. you get sex scenes from both points of view. So when mm-hmm. I write from the male point of view, I'm giving you how we see it. From a sensual manner, sometimes and sometimes it's hard. But a lot of women don't read books to get it from a male point of view. That's why they're they're not receptive to a male sex scene. Typically, does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yes. Now I'm gonna just this, this okay. Tony Sean. I'm gonna say first okay. of all, you know, they pay me to pay attention to what I guess said, and I think you said use the word hard about thirty five times tonight. So I'm going to ask you, (laughs) 
I'm just saying. But I'm going to ask you, you know, you gave us a great, great uh, description on the difference between male and female authors when it comes to sex scenes. The in and the male is in and he's out. With that being said, as an erotica gangster author, do you feel that you can give a woman more than the average in and out? Because you have seen both sides and you've expressed both sides. But when you're in that moment, do you feel that you are more than just a male? You are still an author doing that research, literally, as you go about your business. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay, then give me a good you mean, answer. You mean, in my, you mean, I know, you mean in my personal life? Is that what yes. you're saying? Right. Oh, well, yeah. Anytime you, you love someone. Do you feel that you've learned as an author? Do you feel that you've learned as an author to give more than an average man, pretty much? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. As I said, I've always been an avid reader. Um, I read a lot of books from women as well. So I'm more, I'm more receptive to those things. For example, the average guy just trying to get in and out. Well, I know from experience and reading that if I really allow her and help her get her off, then the experience is going to be that much more better for me. Right. So there are That's things that you can that do. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you got you to gotta step your foreplay game up. Mm-hmm. You got to step your foreplay game up. That's all part of being sensual. So I definitely, uh, like, Sex is not a chore for me. Sex is a joy. Sex is an experience. I'm looking for the light explosion behind my eyes, you know what I mean, like a woman. So, yeah, definitely, <laughs> because I know it's possible. Mm-hmm. But on average, Sean, you know, you, most men don't approach it that way, and it's good to hear a man say that, you know, because, like you said, they're wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and that's just putting it a little harsh, but it's true. So you want someone that's in tune with you as well as your feelings, and you want to come away both being satisfied, if if that makes sense. Absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, I'm a grown man. You know, I've, I've had those wham-bam experiences in my teens, but I'm a grown man. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not having sex to put notches on my belt at this point, you know. Right. I'm having sex to maintain what I have. I'm, I'm having sex to give pleasure. I'm the kind of person right. who gets pleasure from my woman receiving pleasure, if that exactly. makes sense. So, but that's a sign mm-hmm. of maturity as well. Absolutely. I mean, I can get my oh, no. I can get myself off. If it's all about that, I can get myself off. Stop that talk, Claire. I'm just saying, you know, why waste my time? You want to be serious about it? Yeah, I, I can just Keep get myself real. off. I like, yeah, I like, I, I love the art of making love, not just mm-hmm. sex. You know, I'm not a. Uh, oh, Oh my God, you hit Trump! But I'm not a I'm not a freak. I don't I don't get off on that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I get off on giving pleasure. I get off I give off get off on the experience itself. That's what I like, and that's what I try to convey Absolutely. inside of my books as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I want to say the because... woman also. I'm sorry, Leash. Go ahead. Ooh, I, I just, just want to go take back a little bit. Said, I want. I... Let's try this again. I want to take it back real quick, see. Because uh, T was talking about the excerpt that you left on your page. Now, you uh-huh. left it with a little cliffhanger. Now, there are authors um, that do that, where they leave every chapter off with the cliffhanger. But do you do that on a regular in your books? Um, because by it being erotica, 
do you do you use cliffhangers more than the average author may as far as you want to get that that reader there? No, um, not for the sex scenes. We're gonna have the whole payoff. When you get into it, you're gonna get into it. Now, what I may do, I do I do use cliffhangers or hooks at the end of every chapter, but not the sex scene. I don't cut the sex scene off. You know, you're gonna get in, you're gonna get in. But what I may do, as I said, I write from a male point of view as well as a female point of view. So what I will do is give you the experience from a male's point of view, and then when you turn to the next chapter, it's from the female's point of view. But I'm going to finish all of the screens off. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I rotate them. Absolutely. Go ahead, T. No, I was going to say what he what he said. He gets, He likes to give pleasure. I think as women, we tend to like to give the pleasure and we come second. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, when I talk to some women, you know, they're like, as long as he's feeling good, as long as she's feeling good, you know, that's, that's what, may, what matters. But I do want to come back to what Leisha was talking about with that excerpt from Sex Therapy on your page. Now, you know I read uh-huh. it. And uh, is that what we can expect? And uh, I, I like that, and I like the cliffhanger. And I don't know if you were on when I was joking at the top of the show about you're going to have to do it. some explaining, coming up the cliff <laughs> and unhanging yourself. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about sex therapy. <laughs> sex therapy is a compilation I did with uh, a brother by the name of Shanta Kennelly, Mr. Paperback. He has a mm-hmm. publishing company, Kennelly Presents. And it's mm-hmm. short stories from me, him, uh, Allison Grace. It's a bunch of them. But um, mm-hmm. basically, it's a, it's actually a good concept. I mean, the way the book came together, check this out. Okay, uh, we got our instructions for the book. Okay, this is Dr. Moore, and we had our own scenario. And how about all the pieces? We didn't. All we had was a little short synopsis of what we're supposed to write about. That's it. Mm-hmm. And all of our stories merged together seamlessly, believe it or not. So that's that's a blessing, first of all. As mm-hmm. far as my portion of sex therapy, you know, it's sex therapy. I'm Mr. Gangster Radical, so I got to bring it. Mm-hmm. Uh, sex therapy, particularly for my portion, it's about a doctor, Dr. Amir Moore, who's a young, rich, wealthy, handsome doctor. He's, the, uh, he's a sex therapist, so he gets mm-hmm. to see these patients. So my particular part of the book, without telling too much, because I would definitely want you to pick it up, but um, the excerpt from that particular page, that was from one of his uh, patients from the previous day. He can't mm-hmm. take the uh, – if you notice in the part where he said he had to start living for himself, he found right. himself in a prison pretty much, in a, in a sexual mental prison because of his occupation. He's not supposed to have sex with his clients and things of that nature. So he finally – the part, the excerpt that's on my page – was when he finally gave it to his temptation, and it goes mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud well, of that left one. Us, yeah, you left us with right before went down, and uh, you know I'm 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 picking it up, but I really enjoyed it, and uh, we've enjoyed having you on the show. So we hope you had a great time. <laughs> I have. I appreciate. It. I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> but before you leave oh, the room, wait, wait, wait. We uh, didn't okay. answer our sugar to salt. He answered our sugar to salt question. So we have posed a question earlier in the show. What what happens when men experience that sugar to salt moment? We don't call it sugar to salt um, because women we be like, is that it? What do what what do y'all what how, what do y'all do? How do y'all process that? Do you fall? Do you, I mean what? 
for a man, it's different. Um, the sugar, we definitely have the sugar to salt experiences, but for a man, it's different. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's like the young lady said earlier. For a man, a sugar to salt moment would be a um, fine, gorgeous woman, and like she said, that 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 box stink. You know, you can't do nothing with a stink box. <laughs> <laughs> you got your eyes. You got to be a I mean, or like if you have a She's fine, and you know you're thinking everything is gonna be good, and, and it's like a water bucket down there, meaning huge, like the size. You know you can't do anything with that. That's a sugar to salt moment. But I, if I would have to say, you say water bucket. That's a yeah. You're like man, this thing I want. Stop. <laughs> but yeah, if it stinks, we can't do nothing with that. Uh-huh. You can move on. And look, that's yeah, or or or. or or when she lays, what we call a dead fish. You know, you got oh. a fine, gorgeous woman, and you just know it's going to be hot. And you get in mm-hmm. the bed, and she's just laying there, playing with her hair, don't want to put her legs up. Don't, I'm like, why are you going to give me a trophy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she don't want to put her legs up. No, no, nobody wants those. You got some dead fish men, so what are we supposed to call them? Because it'd be some oh. men that be the same way. They don't want to put in no type of work. But let me stop because oh. we, you know what, we got to get supposed you back to call them again. <laughs> you're, not, you're not supposed to call them again for those men. Uh-oh. Why not now? <laughs> call them. Don't, don't yeah, call them. Okay, I got you. I got you. I'm a little something. Yeah, you just don't you call them again. <laughs> the dead fish. Yeah, and ladies. The bucket, the water bucket. Yeah, for a man, this thing, that's fish. a deal breaker. Yeah, it's uh, a deal breaker. Okay, that's a deal breaker. Well, Mr. Sean, well, can you just shout out your social media sites and let us know what you, what else you have coming down the pipe? Because um, I'm sure you've gained some followers tonight. You know, so just tell us Thank what's going on in Mr. Sean Sinclair's world that we can look forward to. Well, you can, first of all, before I forget, I will be in Detroit at the Detroit Book Expo next Friday. Excuse me, next Saturday. I'll be in New York, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to come through. It's Motown. I'm going to be in New York. I'm going to be in New York Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's only, hey, look, top on a plane, come through, but look. It's going to be a great event. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> so that's next Saturday. Okay. Yeah. If you follow me on my social, follow me on my social site at, on Facebook, Instagram, and definitely Twitter at Arthur Sean Sinclair. That's A-U-T-H-O-R-S-H-A-U-N, Sinclair, S-I-N-C-L-A-I-R. Or you can also go to SeanSinclair.com. I will be posting new blogs coming up this week. Or you can also go to Pen and Pen Publishing to stay up on the latest of what's going on with our books. We got some new books coming out. I have Skin Deep Two coming out later this year, as well as Forbidden Two coming out later this year. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm always in the lab, so I got a lot of books coming out. So just follow me on my social sites to stay up with that. Absolutely. And or definitely meet me in Detroit next week. Got a lot of books. Oh, got a lot of energy. Come through. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're going to have to check you out on the next one. Misha actually lives in Michigan, so that's why she's a little that's upset. August, <laughs> that's why I was that's like, August 20th. I, that's I next know, Saturday, I'm August in, 20th. I know I'm going to be in New York August the 20th, 21st, the 22nd. But uh, shout out Come for on, the uh, your back, y'all. Motor City Experience. 
experience. I know, but you know, work. I got it. I got it. You know. I'm a little offended. <laughs> but this is what I'm gonna do. I, I want you to All send right. me an autographed copy of Sex Therapy. So that's that's how I make it up to you. Definitely, yo. Listen, that Sex Therapy is hot. It just released last week. If you haven't gotten it. Make sure you go on and check it out. You'll see the thing on my page. I'm going to drop some more links tonight. I'm telling you, shameless plug or nothing, but sex therapy is hot. You're talking about five of the hottest authors in the game on that erotica mm-hmm. tip. Just bring it. If you like your erotica raw, check out that sex mm-hmm. therapy. I promise you. Won't be disappointed. Well, you know, Absolutely. we love to one click here on Let's Chat, so we got you covered, buddy. But uh, Sean, thank you it. so much for joining us Wait. tonight. You know, we... Dad, you got the floor. Go ahead. I have a question for you ladies, though. Uh-oh. I'm yeah. going to put you on the spot, and I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> did you read Did you read any of the games Veronica tells yet? And if so, who writes the better sex scenes, men or women? Hmm. Huh? I'm going to say women write better sex scenes, but I have not read the, the games Veronica tells yet. I do have my books. Still at home on my bookshelf, but now I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to see what your pen working with, you know, see how that sexy pen works and see what's going on with that, and then I will guarantee that I will inbox you and let you know um, if you needed to go to Starbucks or not. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you you better be glad you're not gonna be in Detroit. I'm taking that one personally. <laughs> No, nah, but seriously, all jokes aside, let me know. I'm, I'm very eager to know because you ladies sound like you definitely appreciate some good erotica and know the difference, by the way. So I I'm, I'm definitely want to know what you think about it. Let me know. I might can change your perception. Okay, well, you all know right. we review books as well, so we're going to be putting you up there on on, uh, on the reviewers list as well. I really appreciate that. Now, thank you ladies for having me tonight as well. It's been a joy. Well, we appreciate it's been our you. Joy as well. <laughs> and we'll have you back again soon with the review in hand. <laughs> definitely do that. And look out for the new books I'm dropping this year. I'll probably drop definitely two books before the end of the year, maybe three. Okay, well, so I just, just picked tuned. up my sex therapy. I just picked up my sex therapy, so um, I will be putting it to the test, Mr. Sinclair. Thank you very much. We appreciate the support. You're very welcome. We have a great night, okay? Absolutely. You too. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Now let me go get in my trouble. Go face the music, right? You got to go face the music. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I got a great lady, man. She she got my back 100%. Well, you know, that's, that's a gem, so you hold on to her tight. You know I will. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Good night. Right. Good night. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was a great interview. Claire. If you guys are just tuning in and you missed the interview, make sure you guys check out the archives and you can hear the interview in its fullest. We're going to take a brief break and we will be back with a fabulous costume. Gonna play some of that Omar Tyree. Yes, he does a little bit more than write books. He's into a little music. So we're gonna play that Omar Tyree and we will be right back. Like whatever. Okay. 
I love the feel of this one It sounds like wrong folks music It's way too smooth to abuse it I'm glad I found this one to choose I let the crew listen to approve it It sounds like a lazy afternoon, dude I order pepper steaks, Jamaican food Hit the boulevard to go and pick it up Got a new shorty trying to hit me up And I'm still that squirrel trying to get a what? So I hit her back to set something up And she said that she ain't really doing nothing And I know that I ain't really doing nothing So I'm like, let's do nothing together And it could be like whatever It's really like whatever We just cruise like whatever Top down like whatever Drink BC bun like whatever Me and you like With nothing to do like whatever It's really like whatever I mean like whatever It's like The queen stepped out the crib to die for I try to play it off with my eyes for With her hair and nails, let me get that door She's just the kind of woman I've been looking for Now she ride with me, with the top down We listen to the same music on now I tell her I love the dress you rockin' And I know it's a hundred guys that's clockin' But you ain't thinking about spending time with them You riding around with me, the OG With nothing to do, and nowhere to be, yeah Cause you weren't really doing nothing and I wasn't really doing nothing Now we both doing nothing together And it's really like whatever You know like whatever We just cruise like whatever Top down like whatever Drink BC bun like whatever Me and you like With nothing to do like whatever It's really like whatever I mean like whatever It's like Smelling real good with the wind blowing Gotta split up a dress with a thigh showing Make a brother think about some other things Got me leaning back like a young king She look over and ask what I'm smiling about I tell her she might be one to turn me out She started laughing and called me crazy But she a bad lady, I ain't that crazy This girl got a look that's criminal And I'm wide awake, nothing subliminal Shorty knows she got a hook in me Anytime you spend this time doing nothing Like a break at the job when you lunching Now we riding around doing nothing together And it's all gravy like whatever Just chilling like whatever We just cruise like whatever Top down like whatever Drink BC bun like whatever Me and you like With nothing to do like whatever It's really like whatever I mean like whatever It's like Yes, we are back. We are back. This is Les Chat. I'm Miss Leisha. You know I'm here rocking it with my girl Miss Tony. We talking that pin work. Yes, we it's, 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 I'm really enjoying the show. We just had an awesome interview with Arthur Sean Shakespeare, yes. so make sure you hit the archives. And our first guest was even she, – she, I love her spirit as well. You know, she, she had that innocent, kind of like not so innocent, 
but Sean just kicked it up a notch, and I know Miss Storm is getting ready to knock it out of the park when she comes up into the chat room. So make sure you guys pick up our previous author's works. That's Sex Therapy by Mr. Sean Sinclair. And what was Carmen's, um, I can't remember her book. I'll so make, make sure, sure I post them up. Okay, make sure mm-hmm. you pick those up. You know, you won't be disappointed. So we got Miss. Yeah, but I'm going to make sure that I post up. Worm. And now I'm going to make sure that I post up all of the author's work on my page. So if you are not friends with me on Facebook, um, I am on Facebook as Alicia Saller uh, or Miss WRP. Um, so make sure that you friend me or Miss Tony. And she's Miss uh, Tony Trina Franklin. Mm-hmm. And we'll put those author's books on our pages. Absolutely. And let's bring Miss Storm in here. Hey, sweetie, how are you? Hey, Chica. I'm great. <laughs> hey, I'm great. How are you? You might hear uh, some back no- background noise because uh, even though it is, is well into the night at your end, it's only it's only about 5.30 here, and I'm just coming home from work, picking up my kids. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, it sounds like you had a long day so far, Mama. Hey, I, every day is a long day, you know what I mean, when you got, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, daytime hustle, nighttime hustle, and the kids, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. But tell us what's going on in Miss Tyson's world. Tell our listeners a little bit about the show. All right. Hello, everybody. This is Kai Storm. I'm an author of six novels. Um, my latest novel is called Where's My Daddy? And um, I do a author feature on my website. And I'm just uh, an all-around great person. <laughs> Straight up well, and down. <laughs> well, now, you talked about your latest book. Um, tell us a little bit, because I was looking at the page earlier, and that was an interesting pilot, title. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, Where's My Daddy is my latest novel, and um, it's basic. It's based on a true story about um, about my life and uh, my daughter, and and um, it's 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 a it, real deep inside look on on um, a daughter, and you know, and how she how she dealt with um, her father not being around in her life. And it's a it's a serious book for me because I'm actually telling a, a a real scenario that happened in my life, and um, it was something that I felt that I had to had to to write down in order to release it for my soul. And so once people read it, you know, it, it, to to get you know any review on it would be. It's going to be really, really interesting for me because, again, you're not just reviewing a book. When it comes to this particular book, you're not just reviewing a book. You're kind of, you know, making judgments on my life, kind of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. This is Tony Kai. Um, what was going on in Kai Storm's life that, that was the inspiration behind writing this book? Because this sounds like a, a very powerful book, and it sounds like it's, it's kind of was probably therapeutic as well. So what was going on in your world that, that made you pin this book? 
Well, um, at the time, uh, I I was uh, in a relationship with my daughter's father. I've, I've known him for over ten years, and uh, I, in hindsight, after the relationship ended, I, I realized that one, I put a lot of myself into that relationship, and um, two, I, I loved him way more than I loved myself, and mm. you know, and everything that was done in order to keep that relationship going, you know, was, was done in vain. So it was just like, mm-hmm. in order for me to, to, to forgive myself, sort of like, you know, um, mm-hmm. I, I wrote it down, you know, and mm-hmm. I didn't tell, I, I mean, I, I wasn't, I'm not going to lie and tell you I was brave enough to tell, you know, a 10 year history of, of a relationship. I definitely wasn't brave enough to do that, but I, I the, this, the particular that are in this story were important and, and it gives you a great idea what the relationship was like in the, in the first place, you know, so it's, um, it, 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 it's, a, when, when I first sent it into my publisher, it was, it, it, it was a scary moment for me because, uh, 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 all of, all of my books, I feel like have a piece of me regardless, but this particular book has uh, a bigger piece than all the others. So it's like, uh-huh. You know, it, it, it's it, it, it's definitely, you know, putting your life on blast, you know what I mean? Just putting yourself in right. front of a camera, kind of like, you know, like a reality show, kind of, you know what I mean? Right, right. You know, you touch on something. This, this is Tony once again. You touch on something that we talked just briefly with our last guest, you know, towards the end of the show, so I'm not sure how much you heard. We were talking about how we tend to, Make sure the other one is feeling good. You know, if they're feeling mm-hmm. good, then that's my feeling is kind of takes back seat to the whole relationship. And it sounds like um, that's kind of what you went through, but just on a different level. Yeah, it, it definitely was. And um, I felt like I had to tell the story in order to, to you know, to, you know, just get over it and just, you know, closure kind of, you know, like, because it, it, it was something that that I, it, you know, I, I really down myself for because uh, once I realized how much I did and how much I invested and how much, you know, how, how much uh, uh, my detriment was my fault, you know, it, it, it made me say, okay, yeah, in order for me to really really release this and, and and move on and be in a better relationship I, I would definitely need to release it in a written form and Absolutely. and writing has always been uh, you know therapeutic to me you know uh, anytime I have a problem I'm, I'm quicker to write it down than than to sit there and tell somebody because you know when you're writing it down you, you you know it's only you judging yourself on paper but mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. it's, it's, there's no judgment until you show it to somebody else. You know, so right, right. it's a whole new ball game. Absolutely. Now, do you think this is Leisha? Do you think because women are nurturing, um, that we tend to give um, so much to a relationship, and most of the time, so much to the wrong man um, in the in a relationship? Yeah, I mean, we we definitely 
Um, I, I would say we we have the the characteristics that make that make us want to make the relationship work. You know, like I like we develop those characteristics quicker than a man would. Like you know what I mean? We automatically think uh, of family first before you know a man would. I, I believe so. I definitely believe so. Just based on you know human patterns and everything. I mean, because yeah, there's some women that 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 you know will won't follow the same path but for the most part we we know where the foundation so we act as foundation absolutely absolutely now what what did your family say not even say your family because you put so much um personal into the book what did her father say? Has has he read the book? What was his feeling about the book? Did you share it with him? Um, as, as far as I know, um, I haven't seen this man in particular since 2014, so I wouldn't know what he's read from what he hasn't read. If he does read or not, that's not my concern. But um, I, if if he if he ever read it and whatever he would feel, I would I would assume he wouldn't be too happy about it because I wrote it from my side of the story. It's not like I wrote you know him in a positive light or I wrote you know uh, it, you know everything uh-huh. from like you know a perspective of you know non judgment. I wrote it from my version and my version you know might have you know certain people looking certain kind of ways. Right. That's that's their business. I mean the only person that has read it that has given me an opinion on it is my current husband and he he was he was quite shocked based based on the fact that he he you know we've discussed our previous relationships before but nobody gives details of this that and the other you know to to your your current from you know past you know mm-hmm. significant others but him reading that it, you know he did uh, let me know that it was like it was definitely an eye opener, you know that, you know, as far as you know the kind of relationships I've been in the, in in the past. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, what's the most surprising thing that you learned um, about yourself in creating these these storybooks? The, I, I say the most surprising thing would be that. Um, uh, just being able to um, I, I, just being able to tell a story and it, it just from sight because I, I feel like when I'm writing a story I see it in my head like a movie so mm-hmm. to, to sit there and write what I see is is definitely bigger than bigger than I, um, I ever anticipated Wow, that never mind. Uh, never mind. Idea. As soon as you know, the first person that ever wrote any—I mean, ever read read something that I wrote and liked it—it it was just like, wow. Mhm. Wow. Now, do you feel that there's a message in your, in there that you can that can help a reader? What message do you want them to take away from that? Well, from every one of my books, I, I definitely try to. Leave some kind of message, some kind of positive message. Uh, I, uh, I, I definitely write um, from a, uh, all the females that I write about. I try to, uh, you know, sh- show them as strong women, you know, intelligent women that 
you know, that don't uh, that aren't necessarily needy and you know, and dependent on, you know, some some man or some situation. So I, I definitely want people to to know that 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 that's that's the characteristics that I try to portray and that's the characteristics that I feel a, a woman should be, you, you know. You, you know, you should definitely, you know, be able to hold your own and stand on your own no matter what. You know, yes, you can be part of a team, but if for some reason you're by yourself, then you're not, like, you know, afraid or, or not able to handle the situation because you're by yourself. Absolutely. Mm. But you know what? Even with that strength, and I wonder if still on the phone, but even with that strength, a lot of times men cannot handle that that strength and that independence that comes from a woman. A woman, um, a lot of times because they expect us to be needy. Do you do you ever see that you know, or come across that? Like they're expecting well, you to need them, and when you don't, it's like okay, now what do I supposed to do with her? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I definitely have gotten that with my husband where, you know, well, we'll have conversations where he'll say, well, let me lead or let or let me talk or let me do this. And it's just like, okay. And and and, and, and it's just you're, you inside telling yourself, okay, I know how I can handle it. He knows I can handle it, but he feels better handling it. So I'm going to let him handle it, you know, and just – sit back and just be like, okay, yeah, go ahead and handle it. But the minute and the very second that that there's assistance needed, I'm going to jump right in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's so true, though. But sometimes, you know, when you write down these things, you do, like you said, you find, you find out something about yourself, and you even find that you're stronger than you think you are. Did you come across that? Absolutely, because uh, I mean, just 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 the thought of um, actually wanting to write this. My latest book was was a strength in itself, because I like I say I I feel like sitting in front of a a blank piece of paper or or you know about to write something, or you're in front of a computer about to write something. You know, you're that's that's your freedom. That's that's you're released from whatever jail, you know, you're, you're holding yourself back. So when you release it on paper and, and, and you finally, you know, let the words out, that's, that's the, the greatest freedom of all. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you definitely, it, it's something, it's something that, that, that has, that has to be done, you know, and it's, it's one of the best therapies. At least I feel it's one of the best therapies. Mm-hmm. That is so true, Kai. This is Tony. And also, in the process of writing that down, and as well as finding your strength, you learn what not to do in your present situation from the mistakes that you did. You know, you, you it's just glaringly right there in front of you. Like, no, I can't do this again because I might just end up where I'm trying to get out of, or where I just got out of. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, because as you're writing it down, you're explaining to yourself or explaining, you know, as you're writing, you know, trying to express the whole situation, you're explaining what happened, why, and how it got mm-hmm. there. So last thing you want to do is is to go back 
and be exactly. in the same situation. And and that has happened to me before where, you know, where I kind of like had a journal before I even became, you know, published. I had, I used to write a lot of journals where, you know, I'll be just writing about, you know, my daily routine or any, you know, any little thing that happened. And that would, that would be like one of the worst feelings when you would write something down that something bad happened to you and, you know, and then like, let's say two years later, you do happen to revisit that piece of paper that you wrote down. And the mm-hmm. same situation that went on in the paper is the same situation that's going on now two years later. It's like, mm-hmm. have you elevated? Have you moved? You know, it's, it's, it's that's mm-hmm. the worst feeling. And remaining stagnant and going nowhere mm-hmm. fast. Exactly. <laughs> right? <laughs> but Kai, we have exactly. so enjoyed having you on, in the chat room and, you, and, and especially for sharing you yourself with us and our listeners. We so appreciate you for doing that because you never know who may be listening and who you may touch that's in that same type of situation. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So know. please share with us your social media site so that you know our listeners can follow you and what they can look forward to coming from Miss Kai Storm's camp. Just share a little bit with our listeners as well as me and Lee. Oh, all right. Well, um, well, currently uh, I'm on a, a strong uh, and hard campaign to get um, all of my life, all of my books into um, libraries all over um, America, and okay. um, so and, and and it's working out for the most part. A lot of uh, libraries, you know, they just if you call them up or send them an email with your information, they'll just uh, automatically order it. Some. The libraries want you to donate, you know, your books and stuff like that. So, but so it's it's still going. So that's definitely uh, working out for me. And because of it, I was able to um, uh, get a book signing at a, a library here in Seattle, and um, and it's going to be sponsored by the library. So which which is which is great. I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be on on October first. And um, for the most part, what I do, uh, what I do every week is, you know, is promote authors on my author spotlight on my website, n a t t i e k a i dot com. Um, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, one of the greatest things I love to say is you can Google me. <laughs> Because I definitely can be Googled and found real quick because I've tried it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you know, and I'm accessible. You know, I definitely do my best to assist authors if, you know, if, if you know, anybody needs advice or, you know, any information I, if, that I can give, I definitely give out because that's how I started, you know, uh, a non-knowing author asking questions of, you know, well-published authors and, you know, getting information and and getting to where I am today, you know, and networking is wonderful. A lot lot of people don't understand how networking, you know, if you're talking to other authors, you know, don't just be like, oh, I can't talk to that author because they're selling books like, no, the the fact that you can't see your other authors as as competition, because at the end of the day, yeah, or their audience could be your audience, and your audience could be their audience. You know, you can. Mm-hmm. We all need to help each other. So and work in tandem. Mhm. You know, uh, uh, that's that's great that you share yourself because not everybody is willing to do that, Kai. And it's great that you 
give that platform to whoever may need it. So we so appreciate you for that. And uh, once again, thank you for joining me and Leisha and our listeners tonight. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you, uh, you know, for having me. You know what I mean? That's, I think that's like my only um, downfall a little bit because since I'm moving to the, the West Coast, uh, when I'm doing blog talk interviews, uh, half the time I'm doing them, I'm on my way home because you know everyone oh. on the on the on the on the East Coast is like at home already and then you know been home at three four hours chilling while I'm I'm, I'm trying to get home right now. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the thing about it. But we appreciate you sharing it. I swear to God, it's like, oh, man, it's like, oh, my God, uh, Eastern Standard Time is messing me up since I moved out here, but <laughs> but it's cool. I love, I, 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 I'm not going to lie, I, I miss New York big, big time, and I heard you, uh, one of y'all say y'all were going to New York. Please enjoy it for me. I love the heat and humidity. Enjoy it for me. And uh, but I, I I I miss but living out in Seattle is a great thing for myself and my children. So it's it's a grown up move for me to be here. But Lord knows my party and ass would love to be in New York. <laughs> but you know we gotta do what we gotta do. And girl, it is hot up here today. <laughs> it is no, I know because my. <laughs> My dad, my dad lives in Brooklyn, so my dad called me earlier today, and he was just like, "Oh man, that is so hot." I was just like, "Yeah, I know, I know, Dad, I know, I know. <laughs> it's not so hot out here. It's only a little bit hot out here." <laughs> well, I'm gonna send you some hot heat. But once again, thank you so much, Kai, for joining us. And until next time, you keep up, you keep that head up, girl, because you're doing some great things over there. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And everyone, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. You have a great night, okay? All right. Good night. Okay, good night. <laughs> oh, that was a nice that job. That was a great night. show, Leash. Yes, it was. I enjoyed tonight. We had a good time. We had a good time. We appreciate you guys. You can catch us next Wednesday, and we will do it all over again. We are temporarily on the air Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday while, uh, while um, the clubhouse is on hiatus. So you guys will tune in next Wednesday. We will not have a show next Friday. Um, so it'll just be Wednesday and Thursday on next week. We appreciate everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in. And good night. Enjoy your weekend. Good night. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Shorty like my Bonnie, set my name first Gonna make up, go in the same purse, we out here on the grind 
She got the same thirst I got a mind, body, and soul Three round burst My soldier in hills The breast behind the ski mask Netflix and chill As I roll out the weed bag She show how she feel You know a nigga see that She want my attention And she know it's time to be back I'm always down the block Put on Mary J. Block Pump like handles So she see a mirage When it's deep My rib can feel a squeeze from her thighs I can tell that she mind By the look in her eyes If we get caught in the act We'll be sentenced to life So when it's time to throw down We don't ever think twice Taking shots at the missus But this is my wife So all them shots be misses Bitch, get you a life I want the keys to Bolivia She turning me on One line at a time One snore she gone Like glass jars Use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snoring, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole fifth when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone, gone. Yeah, how you doing love? What's your name, number and sign? You so divine, let me look at you from behind Yeah, your body banging, coke bottle, some type of model Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow Got my attention Got my head spinning, the kind of feeling that got you tripping so revealing. Mind state of a hustler, you said. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.